0: Proceed.
1: Garage Logic. Nope. Nope. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 390, May twenty eighth, 2020. It was 100 degrees on this day in 2018. I don't remember that, but I know the kids were swimming because they were swimming on a beach kept free of weeds and algae and unwanted vegetation by our friends at Aquaside. Uh, when I'm out on the ride in the pontoon, I can tell which dock, uh, I can tell which beach has been cleaned uh, with Aquaside because that's where all the kids are. Aquaside products are easy to use; they begin working right away. They're registered with the EPA and DNR, and they're completely safe for you, the fish, and your family. Look at it this way: there's absolutely no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer, or maybe the old swimming hole out back. Call Aquaside; they'll help you identify your problem. And make sure your place looks great all summer long. White Bear Lake Company, by the way, you can call them at 1 800 328 9350 or go to aquaside.com. And back in 1965, on this day, it was 36 degrees. And a further weather note today, I believe, is the last day for a trace of snow to be noted. There was a trace of snow on this day in 1965. But not, like, tomorrow. Bedrooms, uh, no, and there's no trace. <laughs> okay, okay. And then the day after that, there's <laughs> no trace. So they I think this quiet. is the last no, day.
0: Production. Any more Did he fall down again? here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he just <laughs> started
0: falling falling
1: down. King, huh? Yep. Ah. Here we go. of common sense. Joe, Suchere. All right. Well, first off, uh, that wasn't a protest last night. That was just rank criminal behavior.
0: Well, it started as one, technically.
1: It did. I was there at 4 o'clock uh, on Lake Minnehaha, uh, and I had no inkling of what was to have followed later in the evening. Uh, I, it was essentially peaceful. There were there were coppers on the roof of the precinct building, and they had rifles, which I can only uh, presume were fitted with uh, rubber bullets. Uh, I don't think I don't think they intended to shoot anybody. And right. uh, the uh, <clears throat> but for the life of me, uh, if if the Reverend uh, Tim Christopher was angry. Uh, oh. Tuesday night oh. I, I don't even want to talk to him today because he might be beside himself and and he's already on Twitter calling this for what it is this isn't a protest these are but, these are thugs gangsters, and criminals and thieves you, you can't classify what happened last night.
2: As something that it, in the black community with Africans, Americans, it was every single color oh, and race oh, I was know that. Re- I know represented that. last night.
1: These were opportunistic thieves is what they were. They looted the Target store. That's a big Target store. There were people pushing carts around in the Target store.
0: Well, the one guy that I saw in the news, he had the old flatbed roller, and he had, I think, three or four flat screens on that thing. <laughs> Set it there. there, Yeah. I just, what, what were you hoping to accomplish?
2: Well, they accomplished it, Chris. They, they got it. They cleaned the store out. It's empty.
1: If, if thievery was what they intended to accomplish, they accomplished it. Now, why, why the owner of an AutoZone store uh, had anything to do with the murder of George Floyd is beyond my comprehension. But the same goes for Target and wherever else they uh, rock and rolled. Because this wasn't a protest. This was opportunistic Joe. thievery. Joe, yes, it was yes.
2: Every single store except for the laundromat in that entire complex. I just went down there um in the last few hours here, and I was stunned. Every single store was hit there except for one, and I think he might have been protecting his store because there was still a guy sitting out front. Hmm.
0: And I love, you know, the, is, I don't know if it's an irony or not. What? But the apartment building that burned down or the one that was structured to be built, Mm -hmm. it was affordable housing. Mm -hmm. I mean, what what did that accomplish, burning that to the
1: ground? Now, the National Guard has been called in. Uh, Maybe. uh,
0: Oh, just in time?
1: Maybe wiser minds might have anticipated that yesterday and had the National Guard present. The police chief, the
2: mayor, and the governor should have had them there yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And last night, before nine p.m., the police chief and and the governor were both saying, "We're not going to." Of course, the governor was saying, "This is a Minneapolis deal," and, and the police chief was saying, "I don't want to take it that far." And and he should have. He, he,
0: he should have. Well, we predict, Kenny. You said this before the show. We predicted this was going to happen yesterday. We did. And and the fact that the mayor of Minneapolis, which we gave him credit for handling things the first 24 hours, the second 24 hours, he couldn't have bungled any worse. You don't get in front of a microphone and start screaming how, why aren't these cops arrested? You're just now, you're, you're fanning the flames of already a very hostile group of people. That's not helping Jacob Fry. Well, he's in over his head. Uh, well, of, course, yeah, of course, you're right.
1: Yes. And he always has been. Anyone, well, both cities have mayors who are in over their heads. Uh, these are salon dwellers. They're not there to be useful. They're there to be important. There's a, there's a big distinction. And America America must come to its senses and produce candidates who want to get back to the basics of governing a city rather than keep electing behaviorists who want to conduct social experimentations with how you're supposed to lead your life. And it's uh, it's unfortunate. I also do not understand the behavior of the television stations in town. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I flipped through the dials last night at, say, 8, 9. They were just running their normal programming. Like they did the night before. Mm. Why, why? This is the only time, really, uh, TV can shine. Because I don't have to listen to anybody talk. You have cameras. That's when you're important. That's when TV is important. When they, The only time CNN is useful is if there's a hurricane and they can point a camera at it and I can see it. Then they're useful. Listening to them I, blather all day long is not useful to me.
2: And ironically, CNN, uh, Fox, and probably MSNBC were on the scene last night. They had uh, live live coverage, so it was a national story being uh, ignored locally in favor of network programming. I should, one caveat, Channel 11 did break into programming, and they interviewed the chief. And that's when the chief said, uh, we're not calling in the National Guard, not
1: yet. Okay, but I, I don't understand the, the, the news directors uh, making this decision. Uh, I, I, can't, uh, I can construct a few reasons why they might not be covering it. Uh, are they afraid of, of political sensitivities? Because this wasn't just black kids rioting and thieving this was white kids and latino and mm-hmm, you name it mm-hmm, this was everybody yeah. but yeah. what are the tv stations afraid of being seen as uh, portraying uh well the black kids in a bad light because again
0: it was everybody it wasn't just black kids no but that doesn't make any sense because well, they no, eventually I know went to it at 10 o'clock or whenever well, they went live what the hell are they doing i don't know i can't explain it I don't know. We we don't
2: know. And it's been a, this has been a sea change in news departments with news directors because there was a day, um, and it wasn't that long ago, that w- they would be live every single second and every station in town well, would have been live. They would have tossed that network garbage that they run out the window. And big damn deal, if they don't like it up in Ely or Thief River Falls or down in Marshall, who cares? This I is have- national news, and this is what you're getting shut up and watch this unfold well and kenny yeah. it didn't happen that
0: long remember when they they marched on 94 i remember channel 5 went live at about seven fifteen or whenever that happened because i was still here in the building and they went yep. live and yeah. what that wasn't that long ago that was a year or two ago right. i
1: hope we don't get to that point i hope we're not going to get to freeway blockages again
0: i'm going to tell you this right now this ain't over I'm not going to no. be shocked if this happens again either tonight or over the weekend. It's going to happen again.
2: It's just going to move to a different neighborhood like it did. <laughs> I mean, it went from the river all the way down to Calhoun Square in Uptown. Uh-huh. All the way.
1: Uh, I'm reading a story here about federal authorities Thursday today say they are launching a robust criminal investigation into the death of uh, George Floyd. U.S. Attorney Erica McDonald and Special Agent Rainer Drollshagen of the FBI's field office in Minnesota made the pledge in a joint statement issued three days after Floyd's death following the uh, officer pressing his knee on his neck. Uh, McDonald and Drollshagen said their respective offices, along with the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division, are conducting a robust criminal investigation into the circumstances surrounding the May 25th death. Uh, the just—I'm almost ready to make my statement. The Justice Department has made the investigation a top priority and has assigned an exper—has assigned experienced prosecutors and fbi criminal investigators to the matter what the hell do you have to investigate right now I, I know i'm being somewhat naive here you have to go through your process and due process and i understand that but the world has seen this now
0: what do you need to investigate or is this just cya and let's make the appearance like we're leaving no stone unturned is that what this well, is of course all about? that's what it is of course it is and, and there's only
1: one question i have that i haven't seen uh, and it certainly isn't going to change my opinion. Uh, on on day two surveillance video, which we got yesterday, we uh, learned that not only did Floyd uh, not offer any resistance to getting arrested, but he looks to me like he damn near needed help getting out of his own car. Then we see him seated, apparently, on a sidewalk with his back against the wall of a store. Okay, from there what i want to know is how did he end up on the street that's that's maybe police body cameras will show us that what what happened between sitting on the sidewalk and then and rather than the incident being over or taking him to jail or whatever how was he face down in the street i i being I murdered being murdered i have no idea but I, you, you, I know these people are doing what they're paid to do, McDonald and Droll and the rest, and I, I understand that. And, uh, but, gee whiz, uh, you don't need a big dog and pony show for this. Uh, the Justice Department is looking for anyone to come forward who might have useful information. Uh, okay, I'll step forward. Why am I echoing so much,
0: Chris? Uh, John Hyde just checked in, that's
1: okay. why. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll step forward. I, I watched it. What do you want to know?
0: investigations
1: involving the State Bureau of Criminal Apprehension and the Hennepin County Attorney's Office are also underway.
3: All right. What the hell? Part of the federal thing, Joe, from what I've read, is they have to determine, they're trying to determine if it was a civil rights violation, but I don't understand how that would affect the local investigation. I mean, you can can charge them now there with something. But the federal investigation... Wait, 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 wait. Johnny, can you,
0: though? Because I thought because of the police union, you have to wait... A certain amount of time before you could formally charge press charges.
3: Really? Oh, I
0: I I think I. I, I, Why would
2: that be? I mean, I'm not not exactly sure. That needs follow up. That that statement needs follow up.
0: Okay. Hmm.
1: Well, what difference does it make if it was a
3: civil rights violation? Uh, The guy's dead. It was a murder. It It was a a murder. murder. Yeah, well, no. that's why I mean, locally, why can't they do something concerning that? Even if we're waiting for a civil rights decision from the Justice Department, is the Justice Department going to
1: find that it's a worse
3: murder because the guy was black? Uh, once you're dead, you're pretty dead. There's no. That's uh, true, but I think past history has proven that. I just got done with a fascinating book about all the killings in the '60s in the South, yeah, and and those people, a lot of them were not in, uh, indicted or anything else. Until civil rights violations were involved. In the whole when, thing.
1: You, uh, when you watch wow. this character, Shalvin the other night, it is absolutely haunting yeah. to think what must have taken place uh, throughout history, uh, especially in the South. It's just
3: haunting to think of what happened.
1: And it's still happening.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That book, by the way, is called Race Against Time by Jerry Mitchell. I don't think I'm going to pick that one up wonder. over the weekend, Josh. No, it, it's a wonderful read. It should be read. It should be read by everybody.
2: Yeah. It won't be,
3: though. No, it won't be.
1: Well, it What's the be. Sidney Poitier movie and, uh, where he's a detective and he helps him solve a crime in the South? What am I thinking of? Oh, come on. It's a very famous I
3: don't know. It's famous not uh, movie. Heat something.
2: Uh,
1: he, uh, heat heat, of, the heat of the Night? In the
2: Heat, heat of the, of the night. night. Heat of the Night. Yeah. With, I think yeah. it was
1: Rod Steiger.
3: With yep. the sheriff,
1: yeah. and yep. Sidney Poitier is down, I think, visiting his mother. He's a police officer in Philadelphia, and he gets involved in, in helping to solve a local crime. Now, that's as recently as 1967, which I, I suppose that isn't that, what's that, 53, like 50, years, 53, 53 years? 53, okay, but in my mind, 1967, is. it's not 1930. Uh, and in, in the movie, which I'm, I, I certainly accepted it as an accurate portrayal of the time, uh, it's 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 the, the the white people in town were just astonished that that a black police officer had the nerve to even talk to
3: them. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I'm going far afield well, here, but well,
3: you're not actually because no. this book I read moved into the 2000s before they actually were able to get convictions on some of these people, and yeah. the attitudes of some of the people in those towns still was well no everything was fine and these were police officers uh, who were members of the KKK taking well, part in these killings and this went into the year 2004 so my goodness. Uh, you know it's still my prevalent goodness. you know
1: and in certain hot spots in the in the country chicago chief among them uh black people just keep killing each other there's just uh i, I dug up my favorite poem uh, today uh the Second Coming by W.B. Yeats, uh, Turning and Turning in the Widening Gyre. The Falcon Cannot Hear the Falconer. Uh, the center is not holding. Uh, madness is loosed upon the world. Uh, the, and this, the center is not holding, John. Uh, it's, it's not holding.
0: I think we're dissolving. I really yeah. do. The, I think
1: the, the we're center dissolving. is not holding. Whether it's black kids shooting black kids in Chicago or a white cop killing a guy on the streets well, of Minneapolis, the center is not holding. Well, and we have Joe, political leadership right now that is aiding and abetting the center not holding.
2: It, it Last night could have easily been the start of a war. And I say that because business owners were protecting their businesses with deadly force. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's how it starts. And Mm -hmm. when you say leadership, we need a start over, a do over from the top down. And I mean everybody on both city councils. Last night when uh, they were talking about St. Paul police officers coming over to assist Minneapolis, uh, Mitra Mitra came out loud and publicly with a... Series of tweets: How she's mm-hmm. uh, very, very opposed and was going to do anything in her power from help uh, allowing the Saint Paul police to go over and assist the murdering police in Minneapolis.
1: Oh well, she she's in over her head. She's uh, Mitra Nelson, I believe is her name. Uh, these no. are these are not useful people. The, these uh, no. th- there's a constituency of residents in both towns apparently who are comfortable with this kind of. Uh, activity they're they're apparently comfortable with what it costs because five will get you ten they don't have any ore in the water in terms of paying for these people uh they don't have any ore in the water that has to pay for the expansion of melvin carter's cabinet to have grown to twenty people, all of whom have been continuing to get paid uh during this uh coronavirus situation they're not useful people they're not useful people
3: remember no, and- remember
1: the remember the great incident. Where I thought Melvin Carter could have made himself just a really the sound. Young woman at the UPS yes, store. Yes. Yeah. And instead, what did they do? They jumped all over the cops, yep. who video and video on that occasion didn't show the cops misbehaving. He could have been a, a, a man by by saying, "I'll tell you where I, well, I'll tell you what I think about this." Follow me, TV cameras, and go to the go to the home where that girl lives and and confront her mother and father for her behavior but we didn't get that we got the that knee-jerk leftist reaction of the the cops caused it all no they did not when no, i they up, did not when
0: i was up and i had i couldn't go to bed last night so when i was up late watching this nonsense all i kept thinking was this is the absolute perfect storm of everything we've been talking about for years on this show you're seeing the absolute absence of any type of leadership in either one of these cities. And you're also seeing the lack of structure in the family home. And the
2: lack of
1: moral and ethical clarity.
2: You Mm -hmm. just vocalized what I was thinking. It's the misleadership that led up to all of this and the continued misleadership Mm -hmm. during the playout this week. Like you said, Fry came out and made his statement on Tuesday morning but then fanned the flames. Oh. He, he, he either doesn't know his own power or he does know his own power and he used it to cause last night. And he could have he, easily yeah, I just
0: – oh, sorry. Go ahead, Johnny.
3: Go no, ahead. That's, all right. that's all right. I, I was just going to say I don't – <laughs> go ahead, Chris. <laughs> All I was going to say was he could what have...
1: What the hell? Get Somebody take the green light.
0: <laughs> he easily, instead of saying... No, we'll stop. He could have just easily have switched saying from, why aren't these cops in jail, to we will be prosecuting these officers to the fullest so extent easy. of the law, so and then easy. also followed that up by saying, people, listen, this is your city, this is our city. And, and he could have so easily have done that yesterday, and he
3: chose not to. He he was on last evening late. I don't know if you guys saw it with Julie Nelson on Channel Eleven, uh, probably about ten forty-five, eleven o'clock, and she asked him several very good questions, which he a couldn't answer and b couldn't even respond to in a way that made you feel like he was the mayor of a major city. Really? Uh, and, and then no. you guys, I know you had already started the show, but he was, they're holding a press, a press yeah, right I'm, now. Yeah, watching, watching it right now. It too. Yeah, well, he he was, his big statement was, he was almost in tears saying this might be a chance to, you know, uh, move forward to make the world a better place. That no, was his it's, big statement. it's all oh generic God. BS. Oh it's just oh, right it's out of the playbook. It, he's just, he's an empty suit at it best. Just out, right it's just right out of the suit.
1: playbook. There's no, oh. there's no, there's no, there's no garage logicianship here this is just empty platform bs the same yeah, just, stuff you're going to hear time and time again i, I have a different take on uh, what fry
0: said yesterday i think no matter what he said yesterday you would have had last night well of course yeah you're yeah you're right you probably would but i think what he could have done was at least make the attempt to try to calm the waters instead yeah. of making it worse yeah which no. is exactly he done what his, he did
2: he would have done his part joe uh he would have done what he should
1: have done Well, you know what he was doing then? He was just playing to his base. He was just playing to his supporters. Of course we're going to get these. uh, this evil white cop needs to be arrested. That's what his supporters want to hear. We all know that. But that's what he was doing. He was playing to, his. rather than be the leader of an entire city, he was playing to the leftist canon that he's adhering to. He's not the leader of the whole city. Nor is Melvin Carter in St. Paul, the leader of the whole city. They're, they're, they're leading the people who
0: uh, got them elected. You know what I think we should do? Yeah, I boy, think that's, should, that's that.
2: the statement right there, Joe.
0: I think what we need, then, is another layer of government, like a riot equity office division on, on each side of the river. I think that's what we need, another couple you, of cabinets.
1: That's, that's not, You're not even being facetious. <laughs> the, don't, don't, don't be shocked if that happens. Oh, God. I probably just gave him an idea. (laughs) Yeah. That's one more job we can pay for. Uh, Director of uh, opportunistic thievery and inclusiveness.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, I hate to laugh.
2: God. And what's depressing to me is that this is going to continue. There is nobody to hold him accountable Other than the people, and like you say, his base is going to support him. You
0: know, one tweet that uh, the Reverend sent out last night was so spot on, and it was in reference to the looting that was, I believe, at the Target. And he said, Great, now you've shut down two of the only stores that people in our own neighborhood can go buy goods at. And he's so spot on. The dollar store was completely
2: devastated. There are like a few bags of chips left in there. Royce, you'll be heartbroken. That's where he buys his seafood. (laughs) <laughs> well we laugh about it but i know i'm kidding joe a lot of people including my wife and son shop at the
1: dollar store yeah
3: yeah you know yeah
0: i hear they got good steak
1: i'm referring to the uh when we were at the at&t store on oh. robbinsdale and oh. pat went next door and bought some stuff at no the rookie store. brought it or for rookie pat yeah, yes yeah. right out of the yep. gulf Hail the Flashlight King.
0: Hail you.
1: Hail you. As was expected, destruction and mayhem has followed the peaceful protests of the other night. Reverend Christopher was spot on with his anger, not only with the police officers involved, but with the thugs that use tragic events like the senseless, uh, senseless death of Mr. Floyd as an excuse to be feral animals. Joe, the police officers were fired immediately, which is unheard of with police department protocols, so swift and immediate action was taken. Reverend Christopher was correct in asking what more could have been done at the time. Again, what is forgotten is that everyone has a right to due process, even those rogue officers. These officers will be held accountable for their actions, but the resulting destruction had nothing to do with justice for Floyd. It was simply another excuse to rage, loot, and destroy, and we should be as outraged at these fools as we are with the actions of those police officers. The owners of these buildings and businesses were not responsible for the death of Floyd. So was, uh, so was it right to loot and destroy in this manner? As a staunch conservative, I am appalled and angered by the behavior of those officers, but it doesn't give me the right to go on a rampage. Reverend Christopher's message was spot on and we all need to start holding everyone accountable for practicing civil behavior no matter the circumstances. Otherwise, we all better ammo up because anarchy will prevail and you better be armed. Never afraid and always pushing back Scott from Invergrove. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm of the pessimistic view that he's more right than wrong in that piece and I'm of the pessimistic view that the center is had long last is gone it's not holding it's just not holding and that's due to a variety of complications including most principally the uh the loss of moral and ethical integrity in this country across all races mm-hmm. across all genders across mm-hmm. all ethnicities across it's just not there
0: and and uh it can be boiled down to just just simple respect you know who Nobody know you don't know that the guy that owned the auto zone business wasn't a, a resident that had lived there for you have no idea who's gonna suffer because of all of this damage.
1: Well did they did they even did they even bother to try to steal anything from the auto or is it just burnt? Target at uh, least they went in and stole stuff. Wait, so you're justified. What a tale did I just say? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, if you're gonna hey, before you burn a there. place, you gotta take some take car something. wax. Go
0: get a DVD player. Get back in there.
1: Oh, you know what I meant. <laughs> uh, yes, I, 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 I know. mean was that just a, a senseless burning for just the hell of it? I should
2: check my timestamp on the video I took, but when I was down there, um between nine thirty and ten thirty, they were still going in and out of the tobacco store. Broad daylight, with no masks on their face, loud and proud, still stealing and looting that tobacco store well, I right in front of everybody. And everybody was taking video of them, including me.
1: I thought the tobacco store was being guarded by two uh, uh, vigilantes with long
3: arms. Did you see that? I, I thought that. I, was... I saw the liquor store it was maybe was that was me. a liquor store. Yeah. Just saw that actually on Twitter.
1: You know, my father-in-law had his sewing machine business on that corner for forty years. Wow! In every map of destruction, his building is in the map. Wow! It's what? no longer a sewing machine. I was say, what is it now? Shop? I uh, think they make stained glass windows or something. Okay. But it's, it's long been out of the out of the family, but the CP spent you know thirty years of her life working in that corner of the city. That's neither here nor there. It's just an observation. Were you of trying I'm to blame familiar. her
0: for this? Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> I tried, but
3: <laughs> I didn't get anywhere. Uh, I'm seeing some tweets now that indicate things are also moving uh, this morning to St. Paul. Yep, I saw that same in the, thing. In the Midway area. Well, that's which great. Which would be interesting.
1: Hawaii. Well, uh, we have. I no, don't know. We no. have no uh, incident in St. Paul where a you know cop well, it, put his it doesn't, knee.
2: It doesn't make sense, Joe. Uh, that, that's the thing with this looting, and uh,
0: that doesn't bode well for us. What did I tell you 15 minutes ago? I said this ain't over. This ain't over. It's going to keep going. I'm telling you right now, it's going to keep happening. How many? I have a question, and I didn't look this up, and I should have, John. Do you know? How many arrests were made yesterday? Because there were five made on Tuesday night. Yeah, day I one bet was zero. Five. I bet zero, and I bet that's the
3: answer too. Yeah, I bet you're right. Don't enforce the law.
0: Let's just calm the what you. Oh my God! I mean, you, know what, uh, you know what? You
1: know what? There's an additional irony here uh, that makes the timing of all this so dreadful. You what you had last night, in addition to uh, opportunistic thieves, were people who have been pent up for two months due to a virus, yeah. and and they're now they've been they they've just decided to bust loose. And uh, the other problem is that how many of those people had jobs and lost them in the last two months?
0: Oh, good point. Uh,
1: how many of those people uh, have given up? uh hope in the last two months because the shutdown orders have have uh, ruined their lives economically uh i i would imagine i would imagine not a big percentage of the rioters i would imagine the the greatest percentage of the rioters are essentially professional opportunistic thieves who prey on situations like this they prey on situations like this and they take action but uh but man, you know, everybody's been riding a bicycle for two months and they're tired of it. And uh, uh, I, I got to think that that has had a role in people pouring back into the streets. Well, and not they're... to
0: mention, Joe, you're mentioning the, the lockdown. How, how many of those businesses were struggling just to stay open and then they get hit with this? And as Kenny mentioned, he's not even sure insurance covers a lot of this damage. Think mm-hmm. about that guy or that gal that
3: owns that business yeah. in that neighborhood. Yeah. Violent Uh, protest. Go ahead, John. I was just going to say, to amplify Chris's point, the Star Tribune just tweeting, demonstrators right now shutting down intersection again at 38th and Chicago to traffic. So obviously not
2: over. But uh, I'm not there, but I do know the demonstration yesterday afternoon at 38th and Chicago, although they did uh, shut the intersection down, was Mm -hmm. very peaceful. It was Mm -hmm. what you expect of a demonstration. And getting around that intersection on side streets is no big deal. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: The headlines on the, on the Drudge Report currently are Violent Protests Rock Minneapolis Mayor Begs for Peace National Guard Called In He'd Be Alive If He Was White That's another thing the mayor has kept saying and we all know that, it's not necessary that further inflames people He'd Be Alive If He's White No, no kidding, that's what this is about, you moron Why don't we take a little break
2: Thank you Okay
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Cinture. Work your tensions out. Grab some peace of mind. Ride your bicycle from EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61. I'm talking about the Bintelli e-bikes with five levels of electric assist. Lose yourself. Get outside on a gorgeous day and ride away from the madding crowd and get calm. Uh, EcoFun is back to normal business hours, Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. There are Bintelli e-bikes in stock, and that's important because nationally, bicycle stores are running out of inventory. Uh, But Tim's got the e-bikes. He's got 200 scooters in stock. He'll deliver free throughout the metro area. If you need service, he picks it up, takes it to Forest Lake, services it, and returns returns it to you. Summer's only beginning... A lot of bike riding left, a lot of social distancing left. Uh, it, make it enjoyable for yourself with a, with a, a Bentelli e-bike from EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. We are pleased to be uh, joined by John Height.
3: Uh, thank you, Joe. Say, have you fellas seen uh, uh, this very strange video that's circulating of the fellow who Which broke one, the window? Which one, John? Well, the guy who broke the window at AutoZone <laughs> last night. Is it on Twitter? Uh, I saw it on Facebook. I don't do Facebook. And, and I, I'm not a, a big uh, conspiracy buff kind of guy, so oh, I, I am. You're not. I am. Let's go. I'm very skeptical of all this, but the guy is wearing, uh, he looks like a, a middle-aged white fellow, maybe 40, 50, somewhere in there. Uh, he's got gloves on and jeans and a long black coat and what are the the respirator things that have the mm-hmm. breather things on both sides. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And I do. Maz, I have one. Okay, there you go. That and he's, for some reason, also has an umbrella that he has open. Boy, he was prepared. Allegedly, according to the video and the writing that I've seen about it, he broke the window at AutoZone. That's how the window got uh, open and then took off. And on the video, there's a bunch of uh, uh, the protesters following him, basically bad-mouthing him for breaking the window. Uh, But it's, it's a very eerie, spooky thing. I don't know if it's real. If it is real, it's some sort of provocateur of some sort. Uh, and, the, of course, there's all kinds of theories about who he might be if it is real, including people thinking he might be a police plant who wanted uh, to get the people rioting. No. I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a big conspiracy theory fella, so uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But you haven't you seen, seen it, now, obviously. I have not. Okay. Well, I'll be interested to, to see what you guys think because I, I don't know. If it's fake, they're very good actors. Uh, And if it's not fake, it's kind of scary for a number of reasons. Somebody's trying to cause problems for no reason. But anyway. Uh, riding in Minneapolis last night into the early morning hours left multiple buildings on fire, dozens of stores damaged and looted, and an uneasy feeling over much of the city in the area of 38th and Lake Street and other areas. 38th and Lake, where George Floyd died after being detained by police. Uh, Floyd dying after an officer knelt on his neck for an extended period. In a joint statement, the U.S. Attorney Erica McDonald, and FBI special agent in charge, Rainier Drollshagen said the Department of Justice has made the investigation into the death of Floyd a top priority. Uh, The four officers involved have been fired. The four former police officers, uh, the one identified uh, with his knee on Floyd's neck is Derek Chauvin. Meanwhile, the St. Paul Police Department has been called in to assist. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry asking the governor to deploy the Minnesota National Guard to help with the response to the Floyd protests, according to an official with the mayor's office. A spokesperson with the governor's office said the state so far Has deployed 50 to 60 state troopers to help out to assist Minneapolis police. Uh, There was some problems uh, from last night's riding uh, with power. Excel Energy reported over 2,000 customers in the area of Lake Street and Hiawatha had power outages. Uh, Another protest is scheduled for five o'clock. Today Told at the Hennepin County Government Center.
1: May I add something, John? You may certainly. Uh, another thing. Uh, I think I'm going to echo Tim Christopher, but I thought of it this morning. Uh, we get this almost feel-good story about how hard they worked at the hospital to uh, bring Floyd's pulse back, as yeah. though, as though, uh, as though he was brought there uh, as a result of a, of a problem that they were expected to handle. He was dead. In the street. Right. Nobody no. can convince no. me otherwise. He was DOA. There's he no- was dead in the street. Right. Mm-hmm. And we get this story. And I'm not, I'm not ripping uh, the medical uh, people. No, uh, of course not. Uh, but it's, 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 a bit of, it's a bit of news that uh, is unnecessarily obfuscating. Uh, it, this poor guy died on the pavement. He didn't mm-hmm. die at the hospital. Okay, I'm done with Uh, that
0: rant. John, before you continue, a quick update Mm -hmm. on a couple of our sponsors. Uh, I know we talked about this before the show began, but the Lake Street Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Store, uh, it did suffer a tiny bit of damage, but that store, Mike tells me, is open However, our friends at Elevated in South Minneapolis, their store was looted for four hours, and they are closed. Really? Really? uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. When that store reopens, Joe, you're going to give me your credit card, and I'm buying about $5,000 worth of booze. With my for credit Yeah, why not? For all For, yeah, for, for, the, all, staff, for, all for the staff. Yeah, for the oh, staff. Of the staff. Oh, sure. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they, their store is closed in South Minneapolis, and they uh, they when they reopen, uh, I will let everybody know. Well, they're probably literally out of inventory then. I have no idea, but
3: uh, I was chatting with Ryan, and he seems a little broken up. So. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. Huh. Uh, the Reverend Jesse Jackson Al Sharpton will visit Minneapolis in response to Floyd's death. Oh, good. Death. good. We're going to be they're... talking about that after your news, but go okay. ahead. Okay. Yeah. They'll hold separate press conferences in the Twin Cities today. Metro Transit announcing that the Blue Line trains will be out of service until further notice. According to Metro Transit, the Blue Line trains will not run until further notice because of the protests and riots. Metro Transit said the decision was made out of precaution for riders and staff. we talked a little earlier in the podcast about that press conference going on this morning. Uh, Let me give you a little bit about what happened there. Uh, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry told the press conference, quote, we will have an all-out effort to restore peace and security in Minneapolis. Chief of Police Madaria Arradondo said criminal behavior seen in the last 24 hours will not be allowed. The chief said, if individuals, as occurred last night, are committing behavior and acts that are criminal, if they're looting stores, if they're robbing people, if they are setting buildings and structures on fire which are harming the safety of our elderly and our youth, I cannot, uh, cannot allow that. I know that there is currently a deficit of hope in our city, he said, but I will not allow to continue to increase the deficit by de-traumatizing, uh, re-traumatizing excuse me, the folks in our community. The chief noted the majority of protesters were peaceful, but he said there was a core group of people causing destruction, including much of the damage believed to have been caused, he says, by non-Minneapolis residents.
0: So here's what I can't understand. Uh, John Fram just sent me a link to a Bring Me the News story of all of the different businesses that have been affected by yesterday's rioting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What the hell did the Town Talk Diner on Lake Street have to do with it? What were you going to gain by going in there and, and destroying that well, place? Well, that's true of every place. Auto repair what,
2: shops, Chris. Auto repair shops were here.
0: But here's the thing. If they're, gonna, they're, they're planning another protest slash riot again today, if you're that stupid after now the, the National Guard is in and <laughs> you get fired upon, that's your fault because you're that dumb.
3: You got to board up like you're boarding up for a hurricane.
0: You really do. Wow.
3: Has, have we heard? Now I've ah. not seen. Is the guard coming in for sure? I know they've been asked for. I'm but-
0: just. I, I should have said if if they are. Yes. Nope. Huh.
2: So I've got the scanner on here. Yeah. I've had uh, my mic unmute for the last few minutes. It's starting in St. Paul already. They're sending a lot
1: of units over to a target. At That's Hamlin and University, there's a big
0: target. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Huh. Joe, they're uh, mean- they're building new houses out in Carver. If you, uh, if you and the CP want to head or west. <laughs> Meanwhile, amid all the
3: chaos, if this wins, doesn't tonight, convince
1: her, I don't know what will.
3: <laughs> yeah, amid all the chaos Wednesday night, one man was shot dead. When asked to confirm reports he had been shot by a pawn shop owner trying to protect his business from looting, police spokesman John Elder would only say that was quote one of the theories. President Donald Trump set to announce an executive order against social media companies today, oh. Thursday. There you go, after... Don.
0: Get to the bottom <laughs> of it.
3: I don't think he can do that, John. I don't. What, what, think what he gives him can that authority? Yeah, I'm not sure. The draft executive order being prepared by the Trump administration tests the boundaries of the White House's authority, as Joe just said. In a long shot legal bid. It seeks to curtail the power of large social media platforms by reinterpreting a critical 1996 law that shields websites and tech companies uh, from lawsuits. All of this started because on Tuesday, Twitter applied a fact check to two of Trump's tweets, including one that falsely claimed mail-in ballots would lead to widespread voter fraud. Trump immediately shot back, accusing the social media giant of censorship and warning that if it continued to offer addendums to his messages, he would use the power of the federal government to rein it in or shut it down. A federal court yesterday, uh, meanwhile, dismissing activist Laura Loomer's lawsuit against tech platforms. The complaint alleged a far-flung conspiracy to censor conservative speech. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit added insult to injury by noting at the outset that, quote, the issues at stake do not warrant a published opinion. From the Pioneer Press, several metro area cities are fast-tracking changes to rules so that restaurants and bars can create temporary patios by Monday when they're allowed to uh, reopen by the state for dining outdoors amid the coronavirus pandemic. You mean
0: those the buildings list- that are still standing and not on fire after the weekend?
3: <laughs> the list of cities that approve new rules this week is a long one. St. Paul, Minneapolis, Blaine, Egan, Invergrove, West St. Paul, Woodbury... <laughs> Uh, For the most part, the regulations offer business to potentially spill out into the parking lot, sidewalks, and green space, and in some cities into on-street parking. South St. Paul has called a special council meeting for Friday to take up changes, while Bayport is planning to do so on Monday.
2: I have uh, news here from your newspaper, Joe, and our buddy Mara. Uh, this came across four minutes ago on Twitter. Saint Paul police are responding to large groups of people in the Midway area on Thursday. Some of whom who uh, were trying to steal items from Target. Police were reporting that people broke business windows in the area and were throwing rocks.
3: Also, oh, they're starting early. That's great. That's great. Former Texas Representative Sam Johnson, a military pilot who spent years as a prisoner of war in Vietnam before serving more than two decades in Congress, died Wednesday at the age of 89. He was a conservative Republican who lived in the north Dallas suburb of Plano. He died of natural causes. He flew nearly 100 combat missions in Korea and Vietnam. He was flying a bombing mission in 1966 when he was shot down and wounded, imprisoned in the infamous Hanoi Hilton for nearly seven years. Johnson had been in POW with U.S. Senator John McCain. I didn't always agree in Congress, but Johnson defended McCain in 2015 when Donald Trump suggested McCain wasn't a hero because he'd been captured.
1: Can you guys uh, carry on without me for a moment? Yeah, sure. Right uh, the CP the CP, quite routinely goes to that target at, uh, oh. yeah, go, go, at go. Hamlin University. Go. And I'm going to say don't we'll go there today, just better. a minute. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, I'm listening now. here, and it's going down right now.
0: It, it, I, wow. Well, it's, And uh, I, I hate saying that I called this, but, Kenny, this isn't going to stop. This is going to go through the weekend, don't you think? I mean, you uh, monitor the scanners stop. all the time.
2: It's going to keep going until the National Guard comes in and yeah. takes over these two towns. It's just the way it's going to have But to how be, can we not make arrests?
0: What, 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 is, what are we waiting for?
2: Well, we're talking about thousands and thousands of people that need to be arrested.
3: Yeah, you uh, if you saw the video yesterday, for instance, of the targets. Yeah. Uh, as the police basically had to stay where they were to try and guard the precinct, I don't know how they would have arrested anybody unless they brought uh, officers from another area. I suppose. And, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. No, we're talking
2: We're talking war is what we're talking.
0: You know, and, and I, I just, I feel awful for the residents that are, you know, the law-abiding residents in all of these areas. And as we mentioned yesterday, all of these business owners, they didn't ask for this. They didn't sign up for this. They didn't commit a crime. This is ridiculous. And heartbreaking.
3: Yeah. And uh, seriously, you know what would happen anyway if they went in. You'd hear complaints that the police are being too. Oh, of whatever. course. Yeah. You're 100% so, yeah. correct. Yep. Yeah. So uh seems like maybe this should have been a little bigger story. Did you guys hear about this? The Navy investigating the security force response to a Thursday gun battle last week no. at the gate of a Texas Naval Air Station. Uh, In parallel to the FBI and NCIS criminal investigation into a terrorism-related gun battle at the Corpus Christi Northgate, the Navy conducting a standard preliminary investigation into how the Naval Security Force handled the attempted assault by the now-slain suspect, 20-year-old Adam Alsahi. The investigation is standard procedure. Uh, Here's what happened. They haven't released a lot of details, but apparently he tried to drive on the base, tried to storm the gates at 6.15 last Thursday morning. He was stopped by an NSF sailor at a checkpoint. al Sahi allegedly shot the sailor, tried to drive onto the installation. The sailor luckily was wearing protective gear. It protected her. She was able to roll over and hit the switch that raised a barrier, preventing the man from getting on the base. Uh, At that point, no... Yeah, I know. I, I didn't hear anything about this. I just saw it this morning. Uh, apparently, at that point, uh, multiple NSF members fired at al-Sahi and killed him. Uh, the sailor who was shot was released from treatment on Thursday with just minor injuries. Good. Following the incident, the FBI took the lead role in the investigation after tying the attempt to terrorism. He was originally from Syria. Al-Sahi had made several posts on social media in support of al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula.
0: Uh, John, as long as Joe is missing right now, you sure. were mentioning patios. Uh, let me throw in a quick plug for our friends over <laughs> at 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. I talked to Todd this morning, and they are going to have their patios. They have two patios. They have one in the front that we all sat at for Royce's uh Hall of Fame night, and then they also have one behind the restaurant near the parking lot. So both of those patios will be open starting on Monday, and uh, they'll have their entire menu ready. Go check out their entire store, or excuse me, their entire menu online, 30bales.com, and they are still available for takeout all weekend long and please do us a favor and make sure that you mention you heard about it on the garage logic podcast 30 com. hello 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 told she's
1: way ahead of me she's not going over there hello Uh, and she just heard from an observer that highland park might be in play as people are coming across the ford bridge Somebody text Rook. Maybe it's a maybe it's a hiking club. I, I'm serious. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, no, I don't have any idea if it's if it's people bent on destruction or not.
3: I have no. no idea. Got it. The Falcon Heights City Council Wednesday night upheld a controversial ban on front yard vegetable gardens, after dozens of neighbors on both sides of the issue made impassioned pleas. The ban, enacted May 13th, to immediate criticism from homeowner Quentin Huen. Who said he felt targeted because he had just plowed up his front yard for what he called a neighborhood garden. More than 10,000 people signed an online petition in support of Wen, whose project uh, became something of a cause for the folks. More than 150 Falcon Heights residents also signed a petition in support of front yard gardens. Uh, The problem here apparently he wanted to be a neighborhood garden. Neighbors expressed their concerns about the traffic and commotion that a front yard community garden would cause. Said the council should not be swayed by a community of online activists who don't live in the city. Uh, News has been pretty heavy today. I'm going to go with a little lighter story here and and a really, really juvenile story as you'll see in just a moment. A Tulsa, Oklahoma man received a suspended sentence Tuesday when he pleaded guilty to a felony drug offense in connection with a traffic stop and arrested last year in Joplin, Missouri. The fellow's name? He's 37-year-old Benjamin Dover. Come on! Uh, no, he's not. Come, Come on. on! What parent Benjamin would be Dover? that stupid? <laughs> or fun Or ben funny. Dover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he uh, pled guilty to felony count of possession of a controlled substance in a plea agreement, followed with a suspended Do you think he went Chad Cinco
0: and had his le- name legally changed? I think that's the case here? I think it is. I don't okay.
3: know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. John,
1: that's been that. fantastic. Sorry. That's been a fantastic uh, <laughs> Thank news Thanks show. Thanks for joining us, John. <laughs> roundup. Uh, news roundup. Come back in to the show today. If you come across news that we're not able to monitor as we do the podcast. I will do that. Yeah, I will do that. All right.
2: Thank you. Uh, you. I've got something for you here, Such. Yep. Uh, And it's from, again, from Mitra, and this was just tweeted, my staff are on the site at the Midway Target. I'm working to learn more about what's happening no matter what. St. Paul Police Department is directed under policy to de-escalate situations through all possible means, and this is the expectation i have of them if uh if and
1: and any of this situation develops she's already uh w- what she's doing there is setting up the loss it's an old sid trick she's right. already You're she's right. already she's already uh, uh willing and uh, to place all blame for uh, outrageous behavior on the police department yeah
2: she's not uh, useful
1: she's, she's, not. she's not useful uh, boys, we're going to take a break and come back with the with the uh, with the the two fellas coming to town that are going to solve everything.
2: It's a one-stop, family-owned, third-generation body shop, and are the sole sponsor of Positive Thursday here at GL of course i'm talking about schoonover body works and glass up in shoreview mike schoonover he's on the line with us again today hi mike good afternoon hey fellas happy positive thursday yeah 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 it's it's a tough one today it's obviously uh we we can't control what's happening in the world around us mike but we can help where help is needed and yes that even includes our rides when something goes awry, uh, and and even when it seems like we've hit rock bottom, at least you guys are there to help us out, Mike. Absolutely, Kenny. You know, uh, years ago uh, we we lost our son Patrick, and uh, we got yep. some really good advice. And uh, our pastor said, "You can you can get bitter, or you can be better." And with all this stuff that's going around, we I mean, it's a challenge, but uh you know we're 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 here to help any way we can for those who need help and uh i can't control other things but we can certainly help uh those folks that have you know automotive issues or concerns or stressed out about a car not running or
1: getting into a wreck so
2: yeah, that i can't even control. even if it's broken down i keep forgetting that you guys are a full service shop there uh it's not just auto body work it's everything there and what I love about you guys, when those, when you get your car back and those uh, repairs are done, they're guaranteed the body work for as long as you own the vehicle. They've been doing this for 80 years. Schoonover is always, always rated as one of the best body shops here in the metro. And we all know this. We, we all have a choice when it comes to body shops. Our choice here at Garage GarageLogic, schoonoverbodyworks.com. Joe, uh, uh, how do you think I'm
1: sounding today, buddy? The Reverend Al Sharpton <laughs> and Gwen Carr, the mother of Eric Garner, are scheduled to meet with clergy and activists today at World Outreach for Christ Church, near where Floyd was pinned to the pavement by police. Garner died in 2014 while confronted by New York City police in a manner similar to the circumstances of Floyd's death. In a statement issued shortly before Sharpton boarded a plane from New York to the Twin Cities, he said he and Carr intend to appeal for justice and accountability in the wake of George Floyd's death at the hands of police. At the same time Thursday, today, about a mile and a half to the east, the Reverend Jesse Jackson has arranged to meet with elected officials and faith leaders at the Greater Friendship Missionary Baptist Church to stand in solidarity and demand justice for the death of George Floyd. Wait, read repeat, a
0: statement. Re- what? Repeat the name of that church. That's not the Reverend's church, is it? No, no. Oh, I'm He's sorry. Berean
1: Baptist. This is Greater yep. Friendship Missionary sorry. Baptist. Okay.
0: To stand in solidarity and demand
1: justice in the death of Lloyd uh, George Floyd. Read a statement from his Chicago-based Rainbow Push. Co- coalition these two knuckleheads have never accomplished a thing nope. and if they're so important to racial equity and inclusiveness if they've had such power behind their words and thoughts why are things no better these two are they professional they're 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 involved in the race industry that's what they
0: do for that's a exactly living exactly what they do
1: they're like Annie Gaylor they race to the scenes of these things in their 1959 Pontiac Ambulance hearse saying that say the same boilerplate BS that's never accomplished anything, and uh, the hell with them. And they're they, not helpful.
0: They continue to further the divide that we were talking about earlier. You're exactly yeah. right, Joe.
1: Yeah. There's, they're, they can offer nothing. They've never offered anything. Anything. If they're so valued and, and you have the, the people willing to summon them to uh, to have these fake community gatherings— Why do we still uh, have to have that? Have they accomplished anything? They've been both in the business for years and years and years and years, and I don't see anything getting any better because of these two knuckleheads on the scene. But there they come, and they'll be here today. Hello?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was just...
2: You're right. I, I, I don't have anything to add to that, and I can't disagree with that. I, and You're I'm right.
0: just really worried that what we saw last night, because we said this yesterday on, on yesterday's show, how we thought Tuesday night was just the beginning. I just it, can, can today and tonight actually be worse than what we saw yesterday? I'm praying that it isn't, but I'm fearful that it might happen. Yeah,
1: I, I'm, I'll be the optimist and, and hope that, pray that it doesn't. Uh, good evening, Mayor. I apologize for the length of this, but I had intended only to write a brief comment. After listening to the Reverend Tim Christopher's comments, I'm wondering if Garage Logic can remind us how to reach out and donate to Reverend Christopher's ministry oh, or good. possibly volunteer to help. Great question. Why don't you look that up right now so we can get an address, a mailing address and a phone. Fo- well, we shouldn't it. give a phone number over the podcast, but... Well, for all I know, the the Reverend's church, Berean Baptist, uh, has a uh, website. In times such as these, with an abundance of low spirits and downtrodden hopes, it's more important than ever to support our brothers and sisters. I'm reminded of a few sayings I've heard in my life. First, Jesus Christ himself said, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And second, my grandparents always said, many hands make light work. Mayor, you are always going after the younger generation to step up and be counted, to run for office and defend the center. Maybe it starts smaller than that with a simple gesture. Maybe a gesture in a question, hi, I'm your neighbor, can I help with anything? It's not a statement of will to dominate, it's an opportunity to listen. One of the greatest problems in America today is that politics have devolved into one party shouting to be heard over the other party about what they will do for you that the other party won't. When was the last time a political figure asked you what you wanted? When was the last time you offered an opinion to an official and they didn't pat you on the head and brush you off? Let me, let me stop right there. That's precisely what Tim Christopher was telling us yesterday. They, they won't meet with him because he's got real questions. Right. He's got real yeah. questions. Uh, Progress uh, toward repairing uh, the damage and healing the wounds begins with getting out and doing the work, getting dirty and laboring without a soapbox, without a spotlight and without an audience. That's what makes Christopher a powerful, compelling figure. He puts in the time the sweat the blood and the tears and the spotlight found him, not the other way around. This is what made America great and is the path back to our humanity. Uh, thank you for having the good Reverend on as a guest again. It always lifts my spirits to hear a man so firm in his convictions after living in another day, after living another day in a world run by people who don't stand for much, in and at in least of all, you and me. Keep pushing back and keep striving to uh, tell the truth. God bless and good luck. John and New Prague.
0: Do you have any help for yeah, John and New uh, Prague? Well, two quick things, uh, one, I, I, to steal a term that you've used over the years, the Reverend refuses to be part of the club. You know, he he he's 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 going to go the other way. the uh, The name of it is Berean, B E R E A N Missionary Baptist Church. Their address is seven zero four North Thirtieth Avenue in Minneapolis five five four one one. If you Google them, you can find a phone number. Uh, but they also have a Facebook page, and they are always receiving any donations, as the Reverend said yesterday. Soap whatever, because they t- they try to take care of the homeless in that surrounding area, and he and his wife personally deliver those goods.
1: Jackson and Sharpton. Uh, uh, who are they meeting with? Oh, there is plenty of probable cause to arrest the men who murdered George Floyd, said Michelle Gross, president of Communities United Against Police Brutality. These men are a danger to society. If this murder had been committed by members of the community, they would be sitting in jail now awaiting trial. The coalition added that it wants Tim Walls to appoint a special prosecutor to take the cases against the officers who would be unaffiliated with the offices of Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman or State Attorney General Keith Ellison. We have no faith in these agencies to vigorously prosecute police officers. Read a statement from the coalition which is made up uh, uh, of Gross's group, along with the Council on American Islamic Relations of Minnesota, Justin for Justine, Damon Rushak, and Women Against Military Madness, and others, and uh, they, what the card they just put on the table is, uh, kind of the Nakima Levy Dash pounds card, and that's it. That is the only justice an outfit like that will accept. Is the prosecution and arrest and incarceration of the cops, which in this case, I anticipate they will get. I believe they will accomplish that. Yeah. I don't see. The world has seen the video, folks. The world has seen it. And the world uh, has no doubt about what happened. From start to finish, the world has no doubt.
0: We now have looting occurring at a pawn shop in St. In, uh, in Paul. This is, I believe, on University Avenue near a light rail platform. Not
2: By the way, sp- speaking of light rail, it has been shut down, both the blue and green line, for the rest of the day. And I'm looking at a live shot right now of Hamlin, and One Direction is closed. I think it's... Uh, I think it's northbound Hamlin closed at 94, uh, but
1: but you know this is a podcast. What what, what am I doing? Well,
2: about we deliver this? news. You know
0: that's what we there's do. no
1: uh, there's no access to 94 from Hamlin. The next uh, it's either Snelling or Lexington, but Hamlin has no on and off ramps.
2: R- right. I think what they're doing there, Such, is they're preventing people on the south side of 94 from traveling. Um, north any f- yeah any further north on hamlin past 94 so you have to take that frontage road you just spoke of
1: that that area reminds me of a, of a much more charming thought uh, that we won't have this summer there there used to be a hotel on that corner uh, yes. on, the, on the northwest corner of hamlin and 94 the service road there there was a hotel and it was at this time of year you'd start to see the old cars gather uh, preparing for back to the 50s, you could drive yeah. by there, and one day there's two, and the next day there's three, and about a week later there's 17, and uh, then they would be driving all over town. And of course, back to the 50s this year has been canceled because of the uh, coronavirus, uh, yeah. and that's that's going to be missed. The state fair will be missed. Uh, it's just a shame. There's a lot. A lot's going to be. A lot's going to be missed. Say uh Yeah. It's zero percent for seventy two months. I've
0: told you that before. It's a steal is what it is. It's a at, heck at of countryside
1: a deal. at Schmel's countryside in Maplewood, southeast quadrant of Highway thirty six and sixty one. It's a hop, skip and a jump away, it's a bing bang boom. Zero percent for seventy two months on all new twenty nineteen and twenty twenty VWs with deferred payments of up to a hundred of a hundred and twenty days. This is offer includes the 2020 Atlas Cross Sport. VW's new raved review SUV. Here's what here's what you do. There's three great rep great websites at Schmelz. SchmelzVW.com, schmellsalfaromeo.com, schmellsfiat.com. Peruse those websites, get the stats, get all the figures and the measurements and everything you want to know, Then you call for your own personal appointment and the car you're most interested will be prepped and ready for you for a test drive. 651-243-4316. It's on sales by appointment only and that way everybody stays safer. Your car's clean and you can do it all online then make your call and then have your own personal sales appointment. Let me repeat that. All 2019... And 2020 Volkswagens. 0% for 72 months. I can even do this math. (laughs) On all new 2019 and 2020 VWs with deferred payment of 120 days. And this includes the 2020 Atlas Cross Sport at Countryside, Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat
0: in Maplewood. Boom. Boom. Hey, GLers, not sure if you're going to be in the Siren, Wisconsin area, but hey, you know what? Our new friends over there at Siren National Golf Club would absolutely love it if you could book a tee time. Yes, right over there in Siren, not that far away, maybe like an hour and a half or so. That's nothing. They are fully open now. Clubhouse, beverage cart, they are good to go. If you're unfamiliar, it's a beautiful 19-hole championship course. Yes, they have an extra hole. You really have to see the beauty of this course for yourself. Check out a hole by hole video tour at their website right now, Siren National. Com. They have mature pine and hardwood forests that line bent grass, fairways, and greens. A lot of great natural features like wood, water, and rock. And there are no houses on this course. You are in the North Woods. It's perfect for both veteran and beginner golfers. And it's also extremely affordable. Our friends Jeff and Sarah have priced rounds very fair. And they want people to have fun without breaking the bank. So book your tea times right now at sirenational.com. We would love if you could support our new friends, Jeff and sarah and tell them that the garage logic podcast sent you university of garage logic 98 college of self-esteem zip nada, Not nothing here's joe suture
2: the best coffee in the whole land is the coffee grounds in eau claire wisconsin Suchi boy
1: talk to me Mike Bowers notes that last weekend, while camping near La Crosse, his family joined self-professed CI girl extraordinaire Janine on a trip to the coffee grounds. They each picked up a pound of GL Blend, nice. as well as several unique kitchen items for their camper. Naturally, I had to pay a visit to the Wellstock Humidor and was impressed with the selection of cigars. From coffee to smokes to beer and wine, this place has everything a camper needs to have a great outing. If you listen closely, you can even hear the mayor's squeaky chair in the background. We will be stopping here whenever we are in the area. Mike from Rosemount.
2: Eric and Julie, they have been doing an amazing job. The door is open. The shingle is out. They're very, very busy. And even better, starting today, the K-Point Brewery and seating for the store It's starting today. That means you can grab some chow, drink a pint, get a cigar, and then enjoy it all on the 2,000-square-foot patio. If you live anywhere near Eau Claire if you're camping nearby and you need darn good coffee or beans or a a stogie, stop by. They've got a wide variety of blends. I would please encourage you to try the GL Signature blends. We've got a bunch of them there. Uh, If you're here... Okay, if you're here in Minnesota or <laughs> elsewhere, <laughs> yeah, uh, from order, from anywhere, or anywhere, what the hell <laughs> <laughs> Order, order online; they'll ship it right to your door. Eric and they Julie did for are me. the
1: best. They did for yeah. me.
2: Fresh meals, beer, booze, stogies—it's a one-stop shop for all your needs. It's just a split second north of ninety-four on Southtown Drive. The Tell him the GL podcast sent you. Kenny
0: Joe was responding to me as I talked to him in talkback. That's why he <laughs> so did the awesome. OK. I love uh, when he does that. <laughs> Amy Hockert retweeted this from a gentleman by the name of Paul Merrill. I'm unfamiliar with him. A message from Rosedale Center. We have been notified by local authorities that the protesters are moving towards suburb areas and the authorities have advised us to close the property. We'll be, we will be closing them mall immediately and ask that you close your store and leave the property promptly. We will notify you via red flag, I don't know what that is, when it is safe to return to the property that is from Rosedale Center. None of
1: this has anything to do with the death of George Floyd. Yep.
3: Nothing. Nope. Fellas, it's me again, John. <laughs> hey, back. John. Hi, Johnny. I, I have one more thing to add to what Chris just said. Oh, boy. Uh, down, downtown Minneapolis, the Target there, yeah. uh, they are closing that store at 1 o'clock this afternoon, and uh, they are in the process right now of boarding up all the windows because, remember, uh, the uh, protest is scheduled for downtown today at the Hennepin County uh, Government Center. What the so hell The are Target do? Why are, are
0: we beating up on Target?
3: John, it's 1 o'clock right now. It is. So they they were they're closed. Mm-hmm. They're they're closed. John, it's we also closed.
0: Thursday. Where of that? <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I knew that. Yeah.
0: No, I just I meant you're in that state of mind where you're not really quite sure that all the days kind of run together, kind oh, of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know. Yeah,
3: that I get my, that.
0: that. That was my. Attempt Did you hear there.
1: about the woman in a wheelchair at Target yes. last night? Oh, yes. oh,
0: yeah. that was so hard
2: to watch. Oh. Fire.
1: She was sprayed uh, with a fire extinguisher by looters who accused her of getting out of her chair and stabbing them while they were trying to stop ransacking. No, no, she didn't. (laughs) The woman said she was peacefully protesting to stop people from looting, but she was quickly set upon by a crowd who subdued her. And uh, as Jordy notes, that's a worldwide view of Minnesota Nice right there, because that made the world's headlines. As did a 103 year old Massachusetts woman who cracked open a cold bud light yes. after surviving a bout with coronavirus. Uh, and Geordie notes someone should get her a real beer. It's not like she just got done mowing the lawn on a 90 degree 90 degree day. But ding, boom, 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 hey. <laughs> and because they come to us all the way from Mumbai, India. And our friend Tom Lyman, I have on this date in Minnesota history, May twenty-eighth. Uh, well, it was a sad note on this day, oh. in 1903. Almost an Oompa quiz we could do. Uh, something that's terribly common now, but was so novel in 1903 that on this day, the first uh, the first ever occurred in St. Paul.
0: Okay. The first,
1: first automobile, what? well, I thought you were going to guess. The first mm-hmm. automobile fatality occurs when a child was struck on Selby what? Avenue between, well, I'm sorry. Joe! Yeah, it Did you not think
0: that there was not enough depressing issues oh. on the program today that you had to bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> he,
3: sounds That's like, okay. he
1: sounds like Edith and, uh, uh what was that show?
2: Uh, Archie Bunker. Archie all Bunker sounded like Edith. Well, you three are all
0: at your, your houses, again. and I'm sitting here going, "Am I going to get you know?" Oh, okay, that's fine. Chris, that's great. Chris, you're a little wound up. I right am now. really wound up today. And Elevate, it's not even open. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true.
0: <laughs> How am I going to get my swill?
1: <laughs> That's a good point, man. And and so that means deliveries are closed too.
0: Yeah, there are uh, there the White Bear Lake store though, and I know a lot of GLRs uh, live up there and frequent that location. That store is still open, and that store is still available for delivery, elevatedbws.com. but the South Minneapolis location is not operating at the moment.
1: Doesn't Garage Logic really have Highway Sixty One under our belt? We really, we really do. do. Yeah. You start at Schmels, <laughs> then you go to elevated. Yep. Then you go to the Grundhoffers, Yep. And then you go to EcoFund. Boom. You know what today is, by the way? Today is meat National Hamburger Day. <gasps>
0: oh.
1: And, and you know, you know, forget the stuff at a fast food place. Go to Grundhoffers' Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo yep. and get real hamburger. Get the Rookie Burgers or whatever kind you want. They're just extraordinary. They're best for grilling. They're wonderful. This is in addition to the brats, the bacon, the ham, the jerky, the salmon, cheeses, uh oh jesus oh jesus Jesus. it's a perfect stop and it's uh grilling weather is upon us and uh grunhofer's old-fashioned meats in hugo it's right at the north end of town on hugo on highway 61 you can't miss it they got the big red gl sign out front this is uh a luxury for yourself and your family you're gonna be the big hero when you bring home the the rookie burgers or, or or whatever kind of steaks and chops you want uh because uh grunhofer's has everything it's become the meat capital of uh, gumption county of which garage logic is the county seat but it's also getting known far and wide throughout the rest of the world grunhofer's old-fashioned meat market in
0: hugo boys i hope we have a peaceful night i uh i'm not gonna hold my breath i uh we're
2: not gonna joe it's not gonna be
3: peaceful
0: Well, here's the tipping point it's already started it's one o'clock in the afternoon That tells you everything. uh, We need tanks in the street basically. And
1: this is The Reverend Tim wants a water cannon. Yep. (laughs) I say we give it it to him.
2: I say we give
1: it to him. Uh, Why don't you anticipate, Chris, that we might want to, depending on what happens today and tonight, we might want to see if he wants to join us again tomorrow. I'll be on top of it. I'll I'll be in
0: communication. All right. right. See you tomorrow, fellas. GarageLogic.com for all of your past episodes. And please don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes. It does help others find the Garage Logic podcast. Stay safe, GLers. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.